Ripping rangy strike and he found the right delivery, not bad at all. Cummings, second chance, 1-0, Central Coast Mariners in the 20th minute. Jabs it out towards Silvera on the left to look to run and go past Nuno Reyes, it's Sammy Silvera! It is a glorious goal and the Mariners are too clear. This kick is huge. They've weathered the storm, and now they've got a chance to restore that two-goal buffer, and that will make it mightily difficult. Danny Bukovic can't look. It's Cummings against Tom Glover. Cummings waits. It's Jason Cummings! It's 3-1 Central Coast! penalty was crucial well this could seal it Cummings puts it in the top corner opposite side same result Patrick on his final game for the Central Coast Mariners and surely the trophy is coming to Gosford's Getting it clear of Tolbert. Now Silvera, could it get even better for the Mariners? Surely not. It has, you know. Benny and Cavallo knocks the ball in. There's no flag. And the Mariners incredibly have five. Start engraving the name on the trophy right now. Aris Ross, Berrigan, the ball. Still going. Still going. And Kalolo jabs it out for Moresh. Can they find the angle? The icing on the cake. Moresh scores, and Central Coast Mariners become just the second team in Ailey Grand Final history to hit six of the best. There it is. They've done it. Ten years in the making. The fairy tale is complete, and tonight they gave it the full. What a story, what a performance, what a story, the turnaround of the Mariners. I actually didn't know that, that we could be this amazing, I always believed in this club was something special, but this was, this is special beyond words.
Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day and welcome to the championship winning Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week we recap our championship win, we catch up with the man, the legend, Nick Montgomery and of course we answer your questions. I'm Pete and I'm joined by Jimmy, Luke, Josh and Morrow. Lads, 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 lads. Champions! Oh, that's the best winning pod we've ever done already. Oh. Who would have thought that would have happened five <laughs> years ago? We haven't had a grand final winning pod. Oh well, no. we're about to, and it's yeah. going to be—it's going to be a whole series. I think we might have to make this its own season. It's definitely part one of X. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this could go. It's going to be an annual thing. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! It's happening! It's happened! It's happened! But it is also happening. It's been done. Yes, it's still happening. What the hell? It's not over yet. I am. Well, firstly, I'm feeling quite hoarse. In case you can't tell, and my voice, as we were saying just before, is a vast improvement on what it has been for the last couple of days. Wow. You're gonna have to try and find words to explain what happened. But we've had we've had what four or five days or four days now or so to sort of digest it and process it, and it's it's sort of sunk in, I guess, that we that we've done it, that we've won. But the manner in which we did it, I'm still struggling to digest. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. I um, weird emotions. It was like get emotional when we went one up, and then when we went two nil up, and then by the end, I didn't know what to feel. Because it was, uh, I just would not have seen that coming in no timeline. I would have seen that coming ever. Yeah, yeah. apparently Melbourne City didn't see that coming either. <laughs> no. I, well played. Sir. I was emotional for the whole game <laughs> up until yesterday, Tuesday. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's the scars left over from Brisbane. <laughs> Honestly, I was a different football fan after that day. Yeah. And even when we were um, four one up, I was saying to you, Pete, it's not over yet, <laughs> not, <laughs> not over yet. And like, and the, I think that's when I started to relax us. a little bit. But no, I was, I was, yeah. At three one, I was still like, oh, squeaky bum squeaky, time yeah, for me. Yeah, everything was <laughs> like, clenched. Yeah, like the, the guys behind us started saying, "We are champions!" And like shut you, up. me, and Loz turned around. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> you went in Brisbane. <laughs> you were three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fellas! Before we dive into, uh, of course, all the uh, all the action, let's um, let's dive in with first and foremost Fred's question. Fred this week says, "How good was that?" Now the question is, how do we get all of those people to come see us every week? Mm, that is a good question. That's the twenty thousand ticket question, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think when you look back on ten years ago, that was the one thing that the club didn't do was obviously take advantage of. Mm. Um, that championship win. Um, there was obviously a lot of off-field stuff going on around that point. Um, I think off the very top of my head, I'm pretty sure Charlesworth took over the club officially about a month and a bit before the grand final and yes. there was obviously yeah. a lot of news articles around about you know no player payments and, and all those sorts of things that have um, resurfaced in the last sort of couple of weeks in the lead-up to the grand final to try and build the whole story and the uh, timeline of what the last sort of 10 years have looked like. So, you know, maybe those off-field things had had an impact on some people, but I, I really just think that the club didn't 
obviously taken advantage of that, didn't do what we needed to do to get all those sort of people to stick around, but we're in a much better position now to do that resource-wise, ownership-wise. On the field, the question come up the other week, who's what's what's the better team? I think this is the better team. It's the better win for me. Um, oh, but, it's but definitely the better win. Yeah. But the, the budgets between the team 10 years ago and now – Night and day. Yeah, completely. We, we had quite a few players on big money back then. Yeah, which is which is what led into broke. led into half of the issues that yeah. obviously we saw off the field. But yeah, like I said, we're, we're in a much better position now with Richard, obviously Sean. You know, resource wise, I think strategy wise, they they will take advantage of it, and they have to. Strategy wise is, is the big one there. I mean, you look back at at, um, at our average attendances, and this is exclu- excluding finals. Um, back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, it was just shy of thirteen thousand that season. Um, the championship winning season of twenty twelve was still a relatively new product back then. Though. It was, yeah. I guess it was maybe a little bit of, more of a novelty for people. But even in the championship winning season, so this is season eight, um, it was uh, just just shy of ten thousand nine thousand nine hundred and sixty nine. Hmm. Well, the final against Melbourne only got I think a ten and a bit or eleven. Yeah, eleven seems. And to that ring was well, yeah. when you look back on it. That was the equivalent of the Adelaide game mm. that we played a couple of weeks ago you know, mm. to get into the grand final. So it's I, it's weird when you look at that Adelaide game, then you look back on that and you go, how the hell did we only fill half the place to get into a grand final? Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, yep. Is it, was it, I don't know, scars from the Brisbane game of <laughs> that? Was it the whole, you know, the whole moving the grand final in the, in the Newcastle season still, you know, still had an impact on some people. Did that, did that have something to do with it? I have no idea, but it's, what what we proved in Adelaide, sorry, what we proved against Adelaide, and then also again on the weekend, the fan base is there. Yeah, big time. And I mean, there's been, a bit, of, there's been a bit of a slow burn, hasn't there? Where, you know, okay, so we haven't had, you know, all huge attendances this season, but we had uh, a good crowd in the two years ago final and maybe one of the games before that. A couple of really good crowds at the end of last season. At the end of this season, our crowd numbers, if we cut out the mid-season probably were pretty high and have been high recently. We've got 26, let's face it, most of those people were Coasties. We've got 26,000 people to come to the game. We delivered not just the A-League Championship, which most of them didn't go there thinking that we were going to win, let's face it. But not only have we done that, we've done that in such a way as we've unlocked this you know, entertainment value proposition that it's hard to ignore. Um, it really is what it looked like. It might be where we were going to be hard to stop, whether that team that will outscore teams um, who actually just learned to defend in this last moment of the season and, and that <laughs> kicked us a championship. Um, so there's a lot there for people to look forward to in what we might be able to do later, um, even notwithstanding the possibility that the come dingo might be gone. Um, mm. So so that's the first thing we have to do is make people – I think people walked away from that thinking – I want to do more of that, surely. Mm. Like, oh yeah, it crystallizes how fun it is supporting this club for a lot of people. I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, and so that's the first thing. And then, yeah, now we've got to get into strategy and properly celebrating it because I don't think we should be finished celebrating yet. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I haven't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you, at least you got one advantage. I didn't. I haven't even managed to get drunk yet. <laughs> like I'm like, hang on a second. My team on the eight league. I haven't even got drunk yet. I tried to get drunk on Saturday and failed that miserably because we were doing stuff and it was just the whole. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, but it was just the whole way that, that the evening was as well. If you know what I mean. Like we were so. It was such an enthralling thing event to be would, a part of. Hang on, would you trade being drunk on Saturday with what you got to experience in front of the bay? Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no, better than. I don't, know, I don't know if we're going to talk about that t- too much because it's worth talking about that stuff that happened before the game. But yes, when I walked out and saw the top, you got to see what we get to see for the mm. first time. Then I looked up there and went, "Oh my god!" Yeah. yeah. Like, Sean described it best. I didn't think Coasties had that in them. No. We're talking, you know, there was 8,000 people so there. War, it was in, actually a wall that, of yellow. In that yeah. end, it was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> which is not something I've seen oh, before. I think we had the yeah, best seats that, in the house in terms of active. I think like, so. just well, you do. So when, you're, when you're back a few rows, which is where we were, mm. you can't see what's up in the top tier. So, yeah. like, you know, then, yeah. Especially when you can see a couple of people up the top, you know, like Keensy was up there. And yeah. I was glad he was up there. He gave me a reference point. Of okay, they can hear this. They can't hear this. You know, they're getting involved or not. Yeah. Um, but seeing, what do you reckon, eight thousand people in a fucking line doing coast, mm. or you know, three standing bays jumping together oh, in unison. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! It even got it even got some of the top tier going yeah. as well. That was yeah. literally That's bouncing. Special, yeah. special inspirational coasty stuff. Not all, not all we've wanted before. for the last 17, 18 years is yeah. a full stadium and to be able to experience that kind of active support, whether yeah. it's home or away, mm. that was nuts. So for some reason the call and um, response worked about a thousand times better than, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> than it works at So what stadium. you're saying is build a second roof. tier above oh, Bay 16 and a roof above I just that. want a roof. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> but it was good. I know that. I know my drum was about... Well, I'm going to say 10 times louder oh, than it is at home. When, um, when, so we got in there at about 3 o'clock to do mm. the TIFO preset and everything <laughs> like that. And when you hit that drum the first time, the <laughs> noise it made was just incredible. That was with the 7A standard drumstick. Yeah. In the game, I was using mallets. So the <laughs> mallets were actually a bit quieter mm. than mm. the drumstick, but still very effective. Oh, super effective. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, go on a roof. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. We've got the fans for it. How about, how about we get safe standing first? Oh, yeah. 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 I say both. Safe I mean, standing rules. Why have construction going on and have to do that twice? How about we, we just get you to together. do it? Yeah. Both together. We could we could make our own safe standing, I guess. Just rip yeah. the seats. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Can I just say it wasn't that safe? I managed to fall off it. Down. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a on my shins. <laughs> A couple of faces I got, I saw smashed into the pole. Because yeah. I mean, you're, you're not supposed to stand on the railing there. You're no. supposed to just use that as no. to, to hold on. It to was involuntarily for me. It, like it was, my body was I, just up there. Out every, of nowhere. Every, 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 how, how everyone, everyone was standing up on it. Yeah, yeah, I, was was, it. I think Pete might agree. When we first walked in. I looked at them, what are they all sitting down for? It's <laughs> really yeah, strange. We were on the sort of capo seat, so we were a little bit yeah. elevated. But, uh, yeah, legitimately like looked like seen. everyone was sitting down. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it was I fine. we should do stand-up for the Mariners. Yeah, get everyone <laughs> back on their feet. <laughs> it, was, it was fine until about the third or maybe fourth beer, massive beer shower came down. And after oh. that, all of the rails were wet. Oh. The floor was wet. <laughs> my oh, slips. Flags. Minor flooding. <laughs> The flags. I, I could have I could have rung the flags and made a couple of schooners out of what was in the flags. They weren't very nice to pick up at the end oh, of the game. God, could have could have done with, could have done that with my shirt as well. To be fair, and because I stayed down in Parramatta for the night, I forgot to pack a spare shirt. Oh, so, <laughs> luckily, 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 my brother actually lost his shirt in the middle of the bay. 
And Loz found it. So I had a spare shirt for the way uh, home. You ripper. <laughs> I lost my scarf. I'm sad about that. Oh, no. You're not the only one, actually. I had a um, had a message from Michael Bennett earlier in the week. Um, he lost his Coastie Boys scarf that he found at an op shop in Asquith um, oh back in like 2013. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Does Combank have lost and found? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not there. Um, I think we're getting a more expensive clientele there too because in I don't know if it was maybe three or goal four, but there was one beer shower where the, it was intense and then after it was like, that was bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. <laughs> you were that desperate to get not, drunk, Not even you? joking. <laughs> Yo, I copped Possibly. Full, $12. beer in my bag. $12 <laughs> tossed in the air in celebration. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks to everyone that bought um, bought us a beer or, or oh, yeah. water as well. Uh, <laughs> absolute yeah. lifesaver. We, we had about three drinks coming, I think. Yeah, yeah, we had, we had a few. As, as uh, a, as Fred, a Kevin, yep. and someone else. Da- Dave Lyle got me one as well, so thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, anyone else that got – Loz, of course, bought me a couple of CCs as well. Important to stay hydrated. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the adrenaline just running through the joint mm. was incredible. Yeah. Massive. I think even like even you know the first, well probably for the whole of the uh, first half, but especially those first like five or ten minutes, when say like a ball would go out for our goal kick or like <laughs> oh, yeah. even if we sort of wanted one like a bloody throw in or like we won the ball back, it was like almost like bloody being in Europe and and mm. the, the, the huge like intense sort of bloody crowd noise when we had some really good moments and it was it was like everybody here from the coast is really up for this, yeah. like really, really fucking bloody fired up. And I think that definitely helped, definitely helped the boys early on. Even the booing, the lumbarisha. After he fell over. Should have an injury. But I still enjoyed he the booing. Off. He's fine. He, I still enjoyed the booing. Hey, <laughs> yeah, good. That's he right. deserves <laughs> to be booed. There's the kids behind us and going, oh, um, <laughs> dig a hole, dig a hole. I think he's genuinely actually really hurt He's just had 95 kilos of Vuka, the rhino, going straight through the back of him. Get out of our theatre. We just want to boo him. We don't care about that. The going home in a Gosford ambulance chant at that moment as well. How's me being the voice of reason? You know, something's up. Yeah, Thomas Lamb was not happy about our booing, by the way. No, he was not. He was not happy. The guy played in Europe. Yeah, Christ. He's played in way more intense atmospheres than that. Get over it. I'm taking that as a sign of respect. I kind of say thank you to Pete, thank you to Moz and Lauren and my dad and my sister and my son and Eggy, am I missing anyone, for helping out pregame um, set up. Mm. All the streamers, flags, banners, everything. Um, the streamers took forever. <laughs> it took a little while, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And I couldn't be as helpful with the streamers as I was. We had a few discussions held with the APL, obviously, mm. but um, yeah, unless we carry on about that, the better. Yeah. Um, the TIFO, why they the were being were wankers, the simple as that. Before the, they told <laughs> us what the rules were beforehand, we followed the rules, and then they changed the rules. Yeah, we got it approved. That's very APL, really, isn't it? Mind, yeah. yeah, that sounds very Doesn't APL. Sound like is is what it is. But then we got it reapproved. Exactly. So the lights on would have been good. Yeah, light, yeah, lights on would have been nice. And I mean, they knew the timings that we were going to unveil. It as well so um, from that sort of event standpoint it was a little bit disappointing but um, the photos that we've had um, and the very limited coverage that was on um, on yeah. Paramount as well you know, two quick shots yeah it looked it looked good though and um, I hope you know for everyone that saw it on the night you know it looked it looked 
good from your vantage point because I know how much effort Jimmy put in and, and my and my partner Lauren, of course, as well. Well done, And Jimmy's family, of course, sewing that all together. It's it's um, not easy to put these sort of things together. So shout out to you guys, absolute props. Thank you. I don't know how many flags we got left. <laughs> we took 105 mm. of the new ones down. Mm. And because I was so drenched, I think, <laughs> I, think I got back probably 90-odd. The, the poles are still in my car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to get them out yet. Yeah, 90-odd 90, 90 from 105 is not bad. I mean, we gave yeah. a few away I could well. be wrong. I'm going to go. I've, I haven't encountered him yet. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, good. But um, I haven't had a chance to sort out all the finance leftover money yet. Because um, I spent most of last week <laughs> sorting out the TIFO. I'm kind of catching up on work this week. So... When I got a bit of time, I'll sort out all the finance. In terms of Fred's question, uh, how do we get those people to come back and oh. see us every week? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Was that the um, question? Dan did mention oh, memberships we, we will be say. out soon. Yes, email has gone out this afternoon. Oh, I actually just saw it. Um, I so think a payment came out of my account yesterday. Oh, jeez. So there's one way to hook you in. Make sure you sign up. <laughs> payment came out already. Central Coast is auto renew. I'm already back in. No option. You believe. Luke believes. I believe. Yeah, Luke believes. <laughs> I better speak to my bank manager about the mortgage required for auto renew. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, pre-sale window is 19th of June to the 18th of August. That's a good window. If you were a member this year, make sure that you get your seat renewed and secure that for next season. If you weren't a member, uh, for whatever reason, get online, check it out, head to ccmariners.com.au and uh, and sign up. Moreover, if you are a regular listener of the pod, thank you so much. If you're a new listener um, coming in on the back of our championship, uh, I do apologise. And there's uh, the women's game starting next season, so there's even more games to get around the club as well. Exactly. And uh, at the AFC. moment, you've got the, you've got the NPL membership as well. 30 bucks gets your entrance to whatever amount of games is left at Plume as well. Um, absolutely brilliant. Get down there and see uh, some of the future Mariners and potentially future Socceroos getting around. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. <laughs> Before we get into our championship win, um, Luke, you're looking a bit, uh, a bit different, a bit dapper, a bit, uh, a bit blondified. Yeah, it's kind of gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense. It's very goldy yellow. It's, it's, uh, it's it, kind of funny, actually, because when we, when we uh, spoke to uh, Jason Cummings about it, um, me and you, Moz, and we yeah. said we've got someone on the pod who needs to get a box tie done. I think it was about yeah. the time where Cummings had the really orangey yeah, sort of gold. It's very Cummingsy Mots. orange. It is very yeah, Cummingsy orange. Yeah. I'm happy with the way this has turned out. I think you look good. I know. I yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I obviously wasn't here last week, but like you know, I won't go into the whole thing. But I uh, backflipped harder than the Cove and went to the grand final. Obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. you bootlicker! Like, <laughs> like I said, I won't go too far into it, but it's it's you know. After the Adelaide game, you know, 20,000 people sold out. That's all I've ever wanted for the last 16, 17 years. Like I said before, you know, it's happened on the coast to walk into that place every week and to see the sold out sign there and just to have a full stadium. That's all I've, that's all I've, you know, that's all I've ever wanted. Um, and, you know, I turned 30 a few weeks ago and I probably just thought after that game, I'm too old to care about the bloody politics of it now. I don't have the time. I just want to go with my mates and enjoy the football and, and, Stay out of, you know, all the bullshit. Um, so that's what I did in the end. And, yeah, well worth it. And then so, anyway, I thought I would play a straight bat to all you guys and not say that I was going and still say that I wasn't. You and were then, so quiet in the group chat during know, the week. I'm like, oh, he must be regretting boycotting. I, know. You know, I, think, I was worried I think about he's you. Sad. Yeah. I know. And we then, were, um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So th- did you make your decision before or after I texted you? Uh, after actually. After. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you started um, to get you started to get sick of the welfare calls that were coming <laughs> coming from us. There was a few. There was a few. <laughs> there was a few, which was good, right? Which was nice, right? But um, yeah. So then I I decided pretty quick. Well, you know what would be funny would be to not say I obviously was going and then just to rock up and also have the hair done. So that's what <laughs> that's what I did. And I, who was the first person I saw? Yeah, I think I saw oh, Tyson and Fred and his yeah. brothers and yeah. he was like, oh, Boise. And then he sort of looked up and went, oh, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, then, when I saw you yeah. at the pub, oh, my God. I, I went I went through one by one. I think I – who did I see next? I think I saw Eggy next. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God, let's go and take a selfie. And then I think I saw Rowdy and he was like, what the – Fuck is that? And then, <laughs> and, yeah. like and then uh, yeah, I think I saw you next, Pete. And yeah, it was just all on. So, so how did it get there? Yeah. Did, did you do it yourself? Uh, I did it. I did it on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, right. Um, and like it, it's brave. I've, I've never dyed my hair like that before. That shit hurts. Yeah, that does. So, <laughs> shout out to all the women out there who dye yeah. their hair regularly. Burns, burns <laughs> baby. Like, Not good. It hurts. It hurts your scalp. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, so we did it, and then uh, it looks sort of how it looked and then I tried to put some toner in it to make it go lighter but my hair's just too dark so <laughs> now I'm stuck with this look and I've had work meetings and, and I had an external meeting with a customer this afternoon so that was fun I had to switch on my camera and say so just to warn you I made a bet a year ago <laughs> <laughs> and I've had to follow through and then I turn on my camera and they're like oh my god and then you know sort of like we we're saying before Jimmy then I have to try and explain what what the bet was, why, then I have, then I have to be like, so soccer's a sport with uh, two goals, <laughs> a round ball, and try and explain to people what what this all is. So, But, yeah, it was it was a bit of fun. What so. you should have done instead was get one of those Cummings faces and just stick it over your head for the next few months. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. You should have just played a straight bat Perfect. and just ignore it. What, yeah. what are you talking, I don't know about? talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, must so be, It must be your screen. Worked out, um, worked out well in the end. It was a bit of fun. So. It has worked out well. Yeah. It has uh, certainly worked out well in terms of the bet that Jimmy decided to make off the bat uh, I'm in not our last at all. <laughs> episode. Uh, we'll replay the tape. And we if he does prove it, if wrong. he scores a goal this weekend, then Luke can get a haircut like Maresh. I was going to suggest something else, but I won't He's already named his firstborn after him. <laughs> I suppose that's legit. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to yeah. uh, suggest a blood donation. <laughs> a blood donation? Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to get the blood? I think we all should do it. I'm up for it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. We're going to do it. Let's ben, promote it. If Benny scores. If uh, Benny scores, we get blood donations. Yeah, we give blood. Yes. Donate oh, blood. Okay. okay. My, mine might need a few weeks to settle down after the grand final. <laughs> though. I was probably going to get 40 proof. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I love that. So it looks like we're all donating blood. Um, mm. Of course, Benny and Kalolo bagging a goal, the fifth of sixth. Uh, fifth of six, I should say, on the weekend. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll have to he talk in a time. Game. Yeah, look, he did. Yeah, yeah. Great game. How yeah. was the pie this afternoon, by the way? Delicious. I got uh, <laughs> chunky steak. Oh, I thought no, that was a uh, hum, humble... Ken's humble pie. Yeah, Ken's humble pie. Humble yes, yes, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, how can you give blood if you get a tattoo? Can't, you're going to have to wait. Wait for the blood or the tattoo? The tattoo. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the room. You didn't stop me. What? You didn't say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say I wouldn't give blood. I'm just, it's, we're, only, we're only arguing about the date. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have to be before the tattoo. Before the tattoo. Before the tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hot schedule. But it also has to be 
after I sober up. So <laughs> now you're narrowing the window really, incredibly. Really small window here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why can't somebody get the benefit of that blood? Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting that donation and just going, Ooh. That, was, that was mean. <laughs> we will, um, I think we'll make a thing of that as well. Um, like drive, donate blood message. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll let everyone know when we're doing it. We'll try and set up a, um, yeah, try and make it a thing. So, of course, joining us this week on the Coast Football Ramble Podcast, the absolute man, the absolute legend, build the statue already. It is the gaffer, Nick Montgomery. Monty, how are you? Guys, I'm absolutely superb. Um, I think my voice is still at Combank Stadium, so I'm hoping the groundsman <laughs> finds it and, and brings it to me. But, um, no, I just, just, no, it's taken a couple of days not, not to really digest it, but to just look back on what we've achieved and I think when you strip it all back um, you know, people talking about it being one of the biggest uh, achievements of any sporting team in the history of sport in Australia so when you hear people say that it, you know the magnitude of what we've done with a team of kids from the academy and some misfits from other clubs that were discarded um, and, and some unknowns like Caltech and Trantis and yeah to do that in one season to, to, to put that group together and, and to go on and not only win, but win convincingly against the, the, the most powerful organisation in world football um, in, in the City Group. Uh, to do what we did is is phenomenal. I'm just so proud of of everybody, from from you know the staff, the players, the community, the, the Central Coast, and the sponsors. Everybody, because it's um, yeah, it's been probably a tough ten years since we last won it. But um, I was confident we could win it this year, and I'm just really really happy for everybody. Is there any way you could have seen that scoreline coming? I'll be honest, I knew we'd win the game. I felt we'd win the game. I thought probably 3-1. My daughter said 4-1. Um, you know, I would have took a 1-0, to be honest. But, yeah, not really that convincingly. But I think the boys deserved it. The boys were absolute class on the night. We were clinical. Uh, we managed the game. And, and, yeah, I don't think they had any answers. So, um, the form we had going into it, I think everybody uh, underestimated us. They definitely underestimated us. Um, and, and, yeah, you know, that was a mistake that... Like that many people have made in, in, in life and in sport. Um, so in boxing, you underestimate someone, you get a knockout punch and it's game over. And I think the boys uh, hit a few knockout punches on, on Melbourne City and, yeah, they're champions. So that's all, that's all there is to it. When, was, when did you actually think, you know what, we've got this in the bag? Was it 3-1? Was it 4-1? Uh, I'll be honest, I, after was we beat Adelaide... No, look, after we beat Adelaide 4-1 away in the league to clinch that second spot, I knew then the boys believed we could go on and win the grand final. So, you know, from that moment on, it was really relaxed and the atmosphere with the boys was fantastic. The culture at the club this year, with the characters we have, uh, absolutely superb and, and, you know, didn't have that fully last year. And that's why I had to remove a few uh, few players from, from the squad and bring some new players in. And I um, thought that was the biggest difference and they never lacked belief, I think, the momentum that we had going into the final um, was was unbelievable and anybody that doubted us must have been sitting back at the end of it and 
thinking, well, we just doubted the name, the, the Mariners' name, and, and, and didn't really see what was behind it because the performances and the form behind it were exceptional. And probably at 3-1, I knew it was game over. Um, and then I was cru- <laughs> we were cruising from then on. Can you describe your emotions as the full-time whistle went? Was it a pure elation? Was it relief? Was it combination of both? No, just pure elation, you know, no relief. At the end of the day, no one expected us, uh, a club like us to get in the top six every year. You know, we get written off. We sold all, all the players last year, like Kai Rolls, top, top players, replaced them with unknowns. And, and you know, you look at look at what we've uh, yeah, what we've achieved yeah, after the game, which is just, just joy for everybody. And I know the amount of hard work that the staff have put in and the players and, and everybody at the club. And, yeah, just, just to know that, you know, we've we won... The championship against all odds was, yeah, it was a special feeling, a bit of an out-of-body experience. I've still not really digested it. I've not had a chance to watch the game back, but unbelievably, because I've been that busy since, um, and just trying to recover some sleep and recover my voice. And um, yeah, it's uh, just just an unbelievable achievement from everybody. Now we had 15% of the uh, Central Coast population go down to Combank Stadium. What? How? How much did we? How much did they help out with the squad? No, how much did they help oh, out the game and lift the lift the players? We knew we had a big following of, of supporters there, but Adelaide had a uh, seventeen thousand Adelaide fans when we went and beat them four one, and then two one in the semis as well. So I don't take that into account. I, I'm just glad that we had all our, a lot of our fans in the stadium, um, and and that's a special night that none of them will ever forget. But yeah, it's always nice to have you know uh, some fans there. It's not our stadium; it was West Sydney Wanderers Stadium. A beautiful stadium and, and and it was a neutral venue and we made it ours on the night and then that's that's all that matters did you make it to full time without any injuries monty some of those <laughs> um goal celebrations were, yeah, were honestly, akin to some I of your work a, back in the day i don't mind a good uh, a good celebration um you know fist pump but yeah <laughs> nailed the fist pump was, by the way the I, fist pump was very good yeah. yeah, I know. But to be honest, a uh, couple of the jumps there, I think when we knew we'd got it in the bag, that was yeah, just an out-of-body experience. And I think that was all the emotion and the passion coming out from from a season of, of many ups and some downs. And obviously, it's, you know, it's quite stressful. You have to give a lot of time up. And, and myself and Sergio and the staff, you give a lot of time up every day and night and late nights and early mornings and, and, and not seeing your families and stuff. And they're the sacrifices that you make. So you know, when you achieve something like that, we no no cards for you leaving your techno, technical <laughs> box either. Yeah, I must have, they must have changed the rule now because I think I'm the only coach <laughs> to be booked all season for, for stepping outside the technical area. So, again, you know, I think I'll be a pioneer for, forever in, in Australia. You know, the only coach, you know, to get to, to get award taken away for stepping out of a technical area. Now they've changed the rule next year. So, at least, oh. yeah, at least it won't happen to anyone else. They hate us. Was, was there a moment in one of those early celebrations, Monty, where Serge just comes over and gives you like the glare of, oh, we haven't got this one yet, Monty, just <laughs> settle it back a little bit. Was there one of those? No, no, we knew, <laughs> we knew, we knew, uh, honestly, uh, being open and honest, the first half, you know, their keeper was man of the match, you know, the, the Tullio chance, mm. uh, uh, Jason's chance, Benny's chance, it could have been 4 5 one at half time. Yeah. And, and I knew at half time we just had to stay calm and keep playing and, you know, you expect them, you know, they're the biggest budget, biggest team in the competition. You expect them to have a little bit of possession and we had to manage the game and, and we defended well. But we knew that when, when we transitioned into that attack, no one, no one can stop us. And, and, and yeah, it was just, yeah, just free flowing goals in the second half. So it was a magical night for everybody. 
There was there was a lot of uh, talk after the game that when the lineups were put out that that was when they almost lost it when. You know, having Leckie in that sort of midfield role, starting Nuno Racer at right back, they they started with that lineup when they obviously beat Sydney four 0 so that was quite convincing. But I think when you look at how that matches up to us, there's no way that that will work. And I, you know, we obviously saw Sammy take huge advantage of that for his goal. When the lineups were put out, were you happy? I will. To be honest, they look at their squad depth. You know, we're talking about the the best squad depth in in the country. You know, we're talking the biggest club, so. You know, I think they uh, they believe whatever whatever team they put out, they'll they'll they would have beat us. And and yeah, again, I'm not their coach. He's got his own tactics and, and decision making, but it's clear that they went with a lot of experienced players. Uh, you know, you got Scotty Galloway, a very good fullback, and Talbot, and they went with you know an experienced centre back out there who's played you know in sport in Lisbon and and he's a very very good player. But yeah, we knew that playing him out of position there, you know, Sammy and Benny's pace, we could really hurt him. And, you know, we can hurt any team um, uh, when we go forward. So, look, you know, it's irrelevant what team they put out. We have to go out there and beat them. And you know, the boys believe that we could go out there and beat them, and we beat them convincingly. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, digest their their lineup. Um, that's for them to do. Now, you mentioned you're um, having a little bit of a break this week, but have you started work on 2024 already? Yeah, to be honest, you know, I, I've been in the last two days at the club. I say success never sleeps, you're not wrong. You know, the phone's not stopped. I managed to catch up with some messages, but yeah, I've been in with myself and Sergio. We've had staff meetings, we've had player meetings today, um, just to, you know, to, just to round stuff off before they go away for a couple of days and, and on the holidays next week. So, yeah, you know, you have to enjoy it. And yeah, everybody's still buzzing. And, and yeah, just to see the boys today was amazing and a lot of emotion and yeah, a lot of hugs and, and everybody's, yeah, everybody's just, just, absolutely buzzing still so um, yeah but we're always active you know we know that we're going to lose players we know that players are going to get bought and that's 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 the Mariners and everyone panicked last season when we lost four or five players but I never panicked because there's good players out there and the reality is you know Brian Caltat and Hector Trannis you know if we keep Kai Rolls here maybe we don't sign either one of them and and, and that and, and they never did what they did so uh, yeah, yeah I believe that you know, no matter what happens and who, who comes and goes, it doesn't change. You know, we still keep keep uh, keep rebuilding and, and continue to be successful. So were you not on the uh, party bus on Monday with the boys? Or? No, no, no. I definitely wasn't <laughs> on the party bus, so that's not for me. I take it you're aware of what happened on that bus. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm aware there was a, a faulty, uh, fa- faulty fire extinguisher. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> floor my bus, so. <laughs> it's unfortunate from the bus company. They need to have a look at that. <laughs> That actually happened to our fans bus back in season one in the middle of a bridge. It was a yeah. bit of a disaster. <laughs> yeah, also faulty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have to speak to the bus company and get some compensation, I think. So, Monty, there was some uh, some talk between uh, Scott Jamison and Andy Bernal before the game. Might have been territorial balls coming into warm-up areas, this kind of thing. Um, do you know anything about that? Was yeah, that, was, that, a ta- that. was that a tactic or, or was no, that? No, was, I know about that. that. I just, I just saw the thing of all access that you guys will see tomorrow night. But look, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm not a fan of Scott Jamison. Never have been. You know, he had a lot of talk. You know, captain that's hardly played all season was the only one that that was talking and disrespecting us. Um, you know, for two weeks. But that's up to him. 
unfortunately, if you're going to talk big, you have to back it up. And yeah, he he, he definitely didn't back it up because he sat on the bench for <laughs> 90 minutes again. It's, like it's, like it's, um, yeah, it's hard to back up when you're on the bench, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, look, refused um, to come off know, the bench. That, that that you know that, that is uh, when you when you've got a team warming up and you have the opposition team kicking goal kicks towards you. That's 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 disrespectful. To be honest, that that that's something that you know it's an unwritten role in football. You know, at the end of the day, you have a half of a pitch each. So if you're going to start doing that stuff, you know, Andy asked him to move and a typical Scott Jamison fashion, he uh, yeah, starts with the lip and mouth, and yeah, Sergio calmed it down, and, and you know, there's only one person that looks silly at the end of it, and it's not Andy Vanell, that's for sure. So where did the trophy go uh, on Sunday morning? <laughs> oh, no. oh, I, I don't know where the trophy's been the last 48 hours, but I can tell you it's definitely at the Mariners headquarters now that's good I made, sure, I made sure it was so um, yeah if you could put a camera on the trophy it would be a good documentary <laughs> yeah, a we, GoPro. yeah a little rumour said it went through a, a uh, McDonald's kitchen at some point <laughs> uh, paraded through so yeah yeah no, we're obviously the lead spot to buy McDonald's, so I think it's good from the boys to, to, to take the job in there. So thanks. Keep it under lock and key for the next 12 months. Actually, for the next couple yeah. of years while we'll keep it on the coast, I reckon. So when do you get a break, Monty? So you said you've been working the last sort of couple of days. What's what's Yeah, what's, so the wife's the looking now. We're, we're, the wife's looking now, and um, she's not great at making decisions. But, yeah, we'll probably go away next week, um, just take the family away and, and yeah, um, yeah, get through this week, get some stuff organised, and then away to... Switch the phone off for a few days and, and uh, yeah, really probably just look look back on what we achieved. And back into it very quickly, of course, only a short off-season this year with Asia coming up in September and the Australia Cup kicking off in just a couple of months as well. So back into pre-season towards the tail end of July, as I understand it. What are the what are the sort of next goals looking forward uh, for, for the club and, uh, and for yourself? Well, the next goals are, you know, the season starts again. There's a, there's a Premier's play, there's a championship there's an asian cup there's an ffa cup and i want to win every single one of them and that's why you start the season there's four there to be won you go for all four of them and you know we're not stupid that's very hard you know but we need a you know we're probably going to need a couple of extra players in the squad um a little bit more squad depth because we're going to have more a lot more games um, but that's the conversation that I'll, I'll need to have with rich but we've got young players coming through and it's going to be a great opportunity for some of them as well um they're going good in mpl and, and pre-season's pre-season, so yeah, all comes around pretty quick, but that's why we don't have time to waste. We're already looking at targets for next season. So what you're saying is you're here for the next two years at least? Yeah, I'm contracted for the next two seasons, Good. so yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's the answer I can give you. Same as, in, same as the players. I heard, I heard uh, there's a vacancy in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't had a call yet, so uh, <laughs> on holiday next week. As long as they don't try and call you then. Keep the phone switched off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So there are lots of rumours, of course, about player departures and so forth. Um, How are you feeling about confidence and replacing them with, you know, equal or better? Because you've got a pretty good track record going. Yeah, that's the exciting part. You know, you lose players, you you bring new players in and new opportunities for for new players. So, yeah, no. Are we going to see some of those maybe in these uh, pre-season um, parts like uh, Australia Cup, um, AFC Cup, etc.? Is yeah, we've, we definitely won't waste time when players go. We'll look to replace them, but you can't replace them until they're, until they're gone. So the deal's right for the club and the player. You know, we're a selling club. We need to we need that money, that, that them funds to survive. But if the money's not right for the club, then we don't sell them. And they'll be here next year, and the contracted, the contracted. So that's the way football works. Um, and, and yeah, we know that, you know, for example, like say Brian and Nectar, 
if Kai Walls doesn't go and, and Lewis Miller, maybe we don't sign both of both of them two and yeah, now the rest is history. So with your track record over the last two years, do you have young players from other teams knocking on your door saying I want to play for you? Yeah, I do. We have a lot of young players, probably the best young players around the country that don't get opportunities at other clubs. But unfortunately, sometimes they're contracted and yeah, they're contracted, they're contracted and unless you can swap them and get them out, which is not easy. Um, but yeah, we're always looking and you know, we have a good scouting network and, and, and system in place that we put a lot of time and effort into. Um, but yeah, you know, they have to be available and you have to have the funds. So yeah, it's never as easy as it sounds, not for, not for a club like us, but we do you know, as best as we can in that department. Monty, I think we will let you go because we know that you're a very busy man, but I just want to say um, on behalf of everyone who may want to say this uh, to you, obviously a huge uh, thank you to you um, and for what you've obviously done for football, not only recently, but since you got here on the coast all through your playing days, the ultimate professional obviously had a huge role in uh, our successes, went through some hard times, um, and then obviously since what you've put in place, you know, when you come back in the academy has all led up to the weekend. So just a huge uh, thank you on behalf of all the fans, mate, because, um, yeah, I think you're officially a Coasty legend now. So, <laughs> yeah. it was so guys, appreciate, appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the support that you've always given. And, and, yeah, look, I think on behalf of myself and, and the team and staff, I want to thank all the fans, anyone listening for your support, you know, this season and last season and, the fans that dug in when times are hard you know I always believed if I got the job I could turn it around and bring success back to the coast so ever since I got the job the, the backing from the supporters you know that you guys have given me and, and the players is you need that you know you need that and opinion's great everyone has opinion you know but at the end of the day it's it, it, it's everyone getting behind the team and, and good and bad times and I think that's been unbelievable since I took the job so thanks a lot and uh, yeah hopefully we speak soon Absolutely. Monty, thanks so much for joining us this week again on the Ramble. Absolute pleasure to have your company, mate, and uh, enjoy the well-deserved break. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Monty. Thanks, Monty. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. All right, it's time. Let's absolutely get into this one. Saturday night, 7.45 kickoff at Combank Stadium. The A League 2023 Grand Final. Melbourne City won. Your Central Coast Mariners six. Fucking Fuck hell! Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. I watched it again today. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the fourth time, I think. Yeah, yeah. I watched. Uh, I watched the mini match today. Actually, yeah. Mm, yeah same, I thought I changed it up. I'm about three. <laughs> I'm about three deep in the main match and two yeah. two mini matches. Yeah. <laughs> it's not over yet, though. I can tell you, there's some more replays are coming. Oh, definitely. I'm picking out little little things more and more as, as I watch it more and more as well. You know, it's one of the first things I did when I eventually got back on on Sunday was um, went round to uh, a mate's place, Jamie Jamie Downs, a uh, good friend of the show. Um, and we, we watched it and sort of picked it apart a little bit over, you know, 10 or 12 beers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just the first half. Yeah. <laughs> See, you and I don't get really to watch the game, do we? No, and that's what um, – I've had a lot of messages about mm. that. Actually, I had a message from um, uh, Kylie uh, who – operates the big screen at Central Coast Stadium, so I work quite closely with her. Um, and she goes, turn around, you're missing all the good bits, you fucking idiot. As long as we had a big screen to our right, yeah, that's helped. the only way we've got to yeah. see anything that was happening. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a big help, but I, you, you do miss a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, 
I think I'm yeah going to treat myself to the replay a few more times. Yeah. I feel like some people missed the fifth goal as well. I feel like we were setting up for a positive. <laughs> I would like yeah. to apologise no, again. Apologise. <laughs> I, I had funny. turned around and I, I jumped two times. <laughs> I jumped two times and then everyone went nuts and I went ah. Yeah, I was like, let's do a positive. Okay. Yep. Goal. And that was the that oh, was that was the Betty goal. Yeah, the oh, we, didn't, we didn't see it. It didn't happen. No, the timing <laughs> of that was incredible. The um, oh. the, the ball from Sammy. Oh, oh my god. That's, that's assist of the season. Fucking the run and pass from Niz to Sammy, and oh, then the Sammy. outside of the right foot through the two defenders, mm. placed perfectly to the back post. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be the, the the pick of the bunch, really. Yeah, for me. Yeah. 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 It's just uh, so many things to love about. I'm that I'm still I'm like I still can't. I don't get what happened. <laughs> like, what was he thinking there? Like, how does he imagine that moment like that? Like, I just mean like the whole game. I just, oh. I don't <laughs> just six one. Like what mm, against mm. them? Like, I, there's, there's no way. I think we we spoke about it a few weeks ago and said who would we rather in the grand final, and mm. I think we all said City. We did, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I still obviously believe that, but I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think that would not happen. Reckon? <laughs> I did not think that would happen. It's just. Insane. Just, I don't think anybody had a bad game. Every, everybody stood up to the occasion. Mm. Everybody was at eight, nine, or ten out of ten. Mm. Um, it's it just they were all up for it. There was no being overawed by the occasion. All the young boys still play really well. All the old heads stepped up. It was just from minute one to minute ninety, ninety-three, whatever it was in the end. It was just go, go, go. There was fifteen minutes in the second half that was a bit nervy, but out, out. Outside of that, the I was the first ten of the the second half as well. Yeah, yeah. I was I was so calm. Like at kickoff, we were up, we we're up two nil. When even 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 when they got one back, I was just calm. I, I just I didn't. I was like, I'm still still pretty confident. No panic, still pretty yeah. confident that we're going to do this. Like we just looked on song. Well, that was almost expected that City would have some kind of response when we started. Well, surely, mm. I mean, mm. that's what I thought. Is there a sense that because earlier in the season we had some history there and for me the history was that we played in a really hot game where I didn't think we got a fair crack at, mm. at can, are we better than them or are we not better than them? That was not sorted out that day. Then they come to our stadium and it wasn't sorted out that day either. Mm. But I always felt that in both of those situations we had something there for them. So a bit of a sense that maybe this was – Coming somehow, yeah. not six one. <laughs> that that was not they, the dream that I was having. But we were going to win the game. It yeah. was just not going to be six one. I was surprised at how much we completely own them, which is a bit ironic considering who owns the City Football Group. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Wikipedia the other night, it was uh, Nick Montgomery owns the uh, <laughs> owns Melbourne City. So <laughs> I wonder, I wonder who did that. Yeah. <clears throat> Soon he'll be run over by I'll some shakeheads or jeeps. Or <laughs> just um, yeah. I don't understand. Oh, the manner, yeah. Oh, like the uh, even the even the actual winning. I keep pinching myself and saying, "Yes, we did win the A League. Mm. That's what happened. We mm. won the A League." When you're on the verge of, I mean, like, how many podcasts did we go through where we were like, "Just wrap the joint up, please. Like, <laughs> oh. switch off the lights, well, pay everybody I, out, I, fold I, I, it I don't because do this it's, anymore because it's not it's not worth it." Like we had we had so many podcasts like that, and then we have what happened on the weekend. <laughs> I stumbled across an article from from Tom Smithies that he wrote um, back in oh, 2016, 17 or something like that. Maybe it was 2018. Um, and the headline of the article, I won't go into depth, but the headline was, what is the point of the Mariners? <laughs> I'll tell you what the fucking point is. <laughs> 
the 3rd of June 2023. That's the fucking point of the Mariners yeah. right there. Age well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tazzy Mariner went back to a podcast from 2018. Mm. And he said, Jimmy's best quote so far on the pod, I don't want to be here. We're fucking garbage. (laughs) (laughs) A pretty pretty common sentiment back back then. then. And Mm. it was fair enough. Yeah. It was a fair enough call. Well, we had started to accept that this maybe could never happen again. Mm. Yep. Mm. And guess what? It did. Let's let's have a look at the first goal. Of course, Jason Cummings in the 20th minute. Um, Bit of a sense of irony as to the way this one played out, of course. Um, Started from a drop ball after the injury to uh, Valon Barisha. Um, Yeah. Up yours, by the way, City. (laughs) (laughs) Karma bus straight through the middle. Which leads to how good was Max Ballard? Absolutely. Jesus. Incredible. Um, But, yeah, give us a fucking ball back. That's, that's, that's yeah. what it, like yeah. what? Yeah. What's going on there? Mm. Like, mm. Referee, referee of the year, by the way. He had a good game in fairness. Um, and you Except know what? I think last uh, most of it. I'm okay yeah. with his uh, performance. Oh, I, and you know what? I am, uh, I'm okay with the way it played out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. true. It didn't but take yeah. long for us to turn around that moment, did no, it? No, it was just a yoink and zoom. Yeah. Off yeah. we went. I think, I think that uh, tackle on Leckie from Ballard probably sums up his uh, whole season just Absolute workhorse yep. down the byline, arguably way out of position, and yeah, gets the uh, foot in. And I, I will claim that Tulio meant that flick, the the miss flick. I'm, I was whether it's, it, yeah, I still think he got something on it. It yeah. might have been a shoelace, mm. but I'll claim it. And you know, just again the the perfect work from Cummings and then Benny. I thought Benny he put too much the, on the um, cross. I yeah. thought there was a, the cross was a bit hard, but yeah. Cummings got lucky. It was like, behind him. I don't know, mm. and he, he doesn't even get the assist for that. But what a ball! Mm. Yeah, I still. Uh, no. no, I don't no, think he does. He might get the assist. Well, doesn't he good, should. Doesn't Surely good, he does. Doesn't good get in the road of the shot, so. There's still an assist. Well, event, yeah, I suppose. Well, it's a secondary, maybe. I don't know. Well, if so, then it's two assists, but, <laughs> but yeah. One yellow card all season between Niz and, and Maxi. Bella. I know. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, and, and they shouldn't have even got it. <laughs> Apparently, it was a really questionable one. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like us. <laughs> yeah. But Shock. yeah. Uh, Benny against the uh, $2 million man. <laughs> Bazinga. Thank you. Yeah. That's a so Benny's worth about four mil. Yeah, and on clear, the transfer tri- market, triages would have to be worth at least six by six, on that. like yep. easily, mm. easily. But yeah, the yeah, you know, a, a pretty good cross neck Cummings just does what he does, mm. just poaches smartly. You know finished. how you said you were picking up different things every, each time you watched it. Mm. Just watching the composure between our backs and their backs is. Like chalk and cheese. Yeah. Like they kept kicking it out yep. to play it safe, even when we weren't near them. But you look at every time the ball came to Triantis, he's playing oh. his little dinks over the yeah. top. He finds Nears or, or he finds Storm. Hard balls into Nears or to Maxi that were like, oh, that's a bit scary. Oh, no, it's not. He's got it under yeah. control. Nothing, nothing to worry <laughs> like, about. Yeah. yeah. And they were really getting moved around by this kind of stuff. And and that that sort of, um, you saw that in the first 30 seconds where they played a long ball forward and Caltax, that's just there, just using his body perfectly, he has adapted his game fantastically well as the season's mm. gone on yeah. um, because at the start of the season I was, I was questioning the way that he sort of positioned his body and things like that he's taken all those questions away yeah. I think I think all uh, all Jamie McLaren did for 90 minutes was pretty much run around in circles between Vukovic uh, Triantis <laughs> and then Caltech as they just played little uh, triangles yeah. there between each other and it, we just we just move we just move them around so much, and that's what we do to all teams. We we want teams to try and press us, and mm. then we and then we go and play through the press. Mm-hmm. And I've early on in the season, I was so nervous with uh, Vukovic with the ball at his buddy feet, but he's so come along leaps and bounds, way more confident with him. And and the those you know sort of little 
uh, f- uh, flicks and passes that he does. So good. Mm. So good. I do hope that he, Caltech, sorry to go back to Caltech, can um, back it up next year. Because we saw with Dan Hall, you know, two years ago, mm-hmm. you know, he's a shadow of him for myself this year. And with um, Triantis moving on, he's going to be now the centre-back. Caltech, yeah. Yeah, the leading yeah. centre-back. Yeah. Yep. And um, is, are we allowed to mention rumours about players coming in? Yeah, of course. Yep. Are we signing a young Sydney centre-back? Yeah, so uh, very, very likely to, to bring in um, a left-footed centre-back from Sydney who is 20 years old um, by the name of Nathan Paul, um, currently starting in their academy and is a prospect. He's, he's, mm. he's solid. He's, he's, he's about 15 years uh, too young to get a chance at Sydney. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And, I mean, we've got Cam Windows coming through as well. And Faz, do you start Faz at Centreback? Yeah, potentially. I mean, you know, we've got a, lot, a long – well, not actually that long until um, until things kick off again, but um, uh, will we pick someone up to replace um, Triantis, who's, you know, more than likely 99% signed, sealed and delivered to, to go to Europe? Uh yeah, yet to be seen. But, yeah, Nathan Paul's an interesting one. You've got Cam Windus coming through um, as well, who I think will be tasked with a fair bit more responsibility next season. Options yep. again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Back Depth. to the beginning. And, and Dean La- don't, what? Don't, don't write off Dean Larson as well, who's uh, <laughs> incredible for the academy so far this year. So a um, lot of good things coming through there. Um, Hawley, I think, will be the first one of the first to admit that um, he hasn't been the best version of himself so far this season. Um, you know, after being one of the best centre-backs in the league last year. And um, if, if he does move on, um, you know, good good luck to him. Love him. I'll still be president of the, of the Dan Hall fan club um, and said as much to him the other night as well. So, yeah, of course. So, Silvera. Oh, what a player. That that turn of pace. Wow. Talk about afterburners. That's, um, yeah, cha- change of pace against I mean, Nuno I, Rush I, there. I, I reckon I could probably outpace Nuno Rush, but still. <laughs> Still. And, and so premeditated, like, you know, he has this on his mind. He lines it up. Mm. He burns him. Yeah. And the, the open up of the body, oh, side no, like, foot. It's, it's, between, past three of them too. It's, <laughs> his shot went between two defenders yeah, as well. Yeah, just yeah. pinpoint yeah. accuracy yeah. into the side. Oh, it's a top finish. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that, that goal also, you know, sums up what we're going to miss uh, in Cummings and the way he plays. Like that will come from the free kick from Triantis. And Cummings drops off into the midfield off their uh, centre backs mm. to make some space, and then Triantis, like was speaking about before, like the confidence on the kid just to hit some of the passes that he does. Just a nice little thirty yard dink straight into Cummings. He had to win the fifty fifty. A little there. bit of one two, and then yeah. he yeah, and then he hard. wins wins had to work hard wins the fifty yeah. fifty against Naboo, who Naboo had a nightmare, <laughs> and it was <laughs> so <laughs> good to watch. It was so good to watch. I'm he just him up. he looked so sad. It was it was fantastic. Oh, the best of him. <laughs> He looks so sad. We'll get to talk about him again. Oh. In a yeah, that's yeah. Right. And then you know, and then again, Cummings does what he does. I think that's what we're going to miss when he goes. Which hopefully, will you know, hopefully we'll be able to replace with whoever comes in. But the way he plays when he's not scoring goals mm. is hugely, sure, hu- hugely important. And you know, um, you know, the way Silvera went about that goal, it was uh, he's he's. I was sort of pretty critical of him. You know, after January, I thought he sort of dropped off. But you know the whole team did at that point, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And but he's 
you know, when it's mattered in the last month, he's been on fire. Silvera had um, had a bit of physio work done as well. Um, full credit to Steve Lloyd. You know, he's got um, got Silvera's body absolutely right, and mm. um, you can tell the, the the improvement that's made as well. Getting everything sort of realigned, I guess. Um, the kid's pace now is just it's next level. Wow, and, and it's just the yeah. level of confidence. Like he's trying stuff. Mm. The, the ball we'll talk about again oh, in a minute. God. And when you're trying that stuff, then you know you're on fire. Can we do an entire podcast no. episode on that ball? <laughs> One episode just, just frame by frame analysis. We'll just <laughs> redo the commentary of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, let's yeah. do that. It's next not week. a bad idea. Yeah. 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 All right. yeah, I'll, I'll do, do play by play. Someone else can do color commentary. We'll have a couple of guys on the sideline as well to do the halftime <laughs> yeah. show, and uh, we'll throw down to you guys occasionally. So. Absolute <laughs> need for beer in this co- conquest <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Sideline report: Jamo is mad. Back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Jamo's crying. Back to you in the studio. Someone down here. Also, Naboo is also crying. Also, McLaren looks quite sad. <laughs> Lecky's about to lose it. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Brilliant. <clears throat> How many are we up to? Our second. Two. Our second. Two. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, we might have to cut this one off early and come back next week. <laughs> uh, Richard Van Der Ven pulled one back for them in the 40th minute. I think this is probably the only thing that Jamie McLaren did in the game, right? Because he's, Yeah, he's and he still didn't have the balls to bloody shoot himself because it wasn't a tap-in. Because he's so, a cat, yeah. yeah. He's outside the six-yard box and he goes, oh, shit, I'm a bit nervous. I better pass it. Pretty, so. pretty nice ball from good as well. Pretty good ball from good to it was. It was, it was unfortunate how it unfolded. I don't, yeah, know, I I don't know how Curtis Good squeezed out that bloody pass. Sort of like ste- steps out of the line a bit where he probably yeah. shouldn't have, but um, maybe didn't realise that, that Twilio or I think Maxi maybe has to come across there. I, th- I think when he hit the ball in the end, we maybe had three or four players around him almost. Uh, the, I don't know how we At squeezed it out there. But mm. Didn't we just get a bit unlucky in we that did. moment? Yeah, I think like, we did That's too. what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, but like you, know, you can make that ball, but Jesus, it's a hard ball to make. Yeah, how many Low goals percentage. have we conceded like that this year, though? Where it's it's just a cut back across the face, just leaving the goal, taking the goalkeeper out of it as well. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a smart way to play. Yeah, it's the old like, FIFA cut back, the old shit sure. housery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I think I think uh, Richard Vanderven would have probably been pretty burned that he didn't start. Yeah, I reckon. Um, and then he gets an opportunity, and you know, on the Vuka thing with Barisha. There was nothing wrong with that. Mm. No, oh, no, 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 no. Booker's got to go for that. It's got his ball every day, yeah. yeah. When it first happened live, I thought his knee went straight into his back and I thought, ooh. That was a hip. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought, oh, you yeah. could be in trouble. But then when I watched the replay, it's like sort of like the side of his leg and his hip. So Booker does it absolutely perfectly. Mm. Even, if it, even if it is the knee, as a goalkeeper, you're encouraged to bring that knee yeah. up and across your body to protect yourself. Yeah, I think. Is, let's let's face it. Barisha is jumping up there because he wants and running to come in contact with him first before the contact. Exactly. Exactly. He's yeah. asking for the contact there. He got contact there, right? <laughs> and and he got he a, I'm not going to be asking for contact from fucking Vuka. Not that guy. <laughs> no. No. Careful no. what you wish for. Van well, yeah. Van tried to be the hero a couple of minutes later having a shot from, I don't know, 25 yards uh, out yeah. and just sky skying it. Yeah. Come on, mate. You're not uh, that it's, good. It's a good finish from him, yeah. um, to be fair, and it did set up a very nervy sort of final 10 minutes of the half as well because we had the five minutes of time added on there. and. Um, yeah, that's that's probably where I started getting a little bit. Um, I wasn't I wasn't anxiously sick, but I was. I but most, I, most I, of the shots sort of were, anxious, like, yeah. until the goal. Most of the shots were from outside the box. Yeah, they, yeah. they hadn't had any ball possession in our box. McLaren had one shot from inside the box as well that went into the side netting, oh, but yeah. that was the only other one. The angle yeah. was never going in. They yeah, Lamb, Lamb had one from outside the box too that just sort of went past the post. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, but I never felt like we were, you know, a, oh, oh my god, we might actually leak one here and be even at halftime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, and I always felt like we were never getting away with a situation where City weren't scoring in this game. Mm. Yeah. So when they did score, it was like, yeah, okay, well, that's what we expect. Mm. Yeah. We, don't, we don't like it, but that's what we expect. We're going to have to do more. We just um, outscored them for f- by five, so it's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's – but that's – well, like, you know, they – I can't remember if I said it before or not, but that they don't keep many clean sheets. So there was all, there was always going to be goals there for us. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there was, I think, a little bit of vomit came out when uh, Lecky hit the post in the second half. Oh, my God. But, yeah. but outside of that, those sort of 15 minutes were pretty nervy and there was the there was the Triantis uh, clearance just about off the Near line off from the Richard line. Van Der Ven. Yeah. Um, you know, so they had those sort of couple of chances like that. But again, we just did what we had to do to see through that pressure and... I mean, I, I don't, this is like a thing now, the whole fa- – even though obviously we weren't playing Adelaide, but apparently the Farrell substitute is like a game changer. It is. <laughs> and I mean, it absolutely was here. And is, I, I sort of want to talk about that because there was a couple of things that um, that happened. So Van der Ven scores. It sort of sucks the energy out of the crowd a little bit, I felt. I think halftime gave the, the active ch- uh, a chance to sort of – re-energize and, and reboot and go again rehydrate um but then, yeah well, that too yeah um not for me though i wasn't no. waiting in that bar line but dehydrate um, <laughs> <laughs> um lecky goes close thomas uh van der ven goes close again um and you know we start getting a little bit nervy you know we're, we're not as as bouncing or buoyant as as we were faz comes on the cheer. Everyone seemed to fucking just go the straight cheer up. The from lift. the crowd, yeah. Like, and that, but that's what this story. And you, you go through the entire squad almost, and every player has a story mm. that is more interesting than one player from Melbourne City. Like, or it's just, just everyone has their own story of how they got to that grand final, and you know him being a local, the way he sort of come into the team almost from nowhere, and obviously the season that he had, you know. Sort of lost his spot to McGarry this season. And, you know, McGarry's been obviously really, really good. But he still had a huge role to play in the last month. And he absolutely nailed it. And then Monty's nailed the substitution. It completely changed the game. Com- and what, was his, and what was his instructions? I kind of wanted to ask Monty this. Um, because in the first game, or in the Adelaide games... Then the instructions were clear. You know, he's um, he's being brought on because he's going to match up with Aaron Kounde. He's going to mm. take the energy out of that. He's going to cause a bit of a stink and a bit of controversy or whatever. And he was doing it well. Um, but in this game, it's hard to imagine exactly what the instructions were. But did push them back, no doubt about it. And um, yeah, it was his man who screwed it up. Engine of the. What are you doing, son? What are you doing, mate? Is he the hottest and coldest player on earth (laughs) in Australia, at least? Because that look on his face when he gives away the pen is it is glorious. But he's that player where when he he first came into the competition, I was like, this bloke doesn't. He's not an A League player. And then he he was good when he first came in with victory. Maybe I'm getting the order of it wrong because he was good. I feel like horrendous. I feel like he lived off. Then he was horrendous. Had that one season of the scum. Yeah, Yeah. no, but he he lived off that aura of. Did he score a hat trick against? Sydney for the victory. Like they came from behind. Yeah. And I think he lived yeah. off that game for almost two whole seasons. Hot and cold. And then he scored He scored two goals that were almost identical. Yeah, those, those belters outside, outside of the, outside left of the foot. foot yeah. Belters from outside the box. So mm-hmm. he's, the he's Jets, got yeah. some good football in him, but he had a nightmare. I think he's used weekend. it all up. I don't think he's got any left in he, him. He was well, gone. At the very least, he's at the bottom of his cycle. And I reckon it's cyclic for him where he's hot and cold and mm. he was freezing. And I, I think, though, that shows the difference between some of our players like that. So like a Benny, 
and a Silvera, you know, even a Tulio, that how important their defensive work is. Yeah. And there was a point in the first half where Benny was one-on-one with Marco Tilio and he got the ball off him. Mm. But mm. And then the boo tries to bloody defend and then it instantly gives away a bloody penalty. Like it's, <laughs> it's just the way our attacking players have incorporated into our defence this season has worked so well. And City just don't have that in them, I don't think, with their attacking players. Like to work when, that hard. Remember when Benny was in at, in the our own box, winning the ball back, goes around until he fouls him and gives a, gives away a yellow card. Mm, yeah, that just sums just, up the game. Yeah, and I mean that that was just I don't know what he thought he was trying to do in that moment, but it was a clear as day pen, and he just instantly gave himself up. And well, the look on his face, like you could just see yeah. the moment where they all his knew heart it. just they all knew shattered. It. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's that's revenge mm. for the three two. Yeah, and six minutes later, you know, Faz wins another pen. This one was a little more contentious I for didn't me. think it was. I don't think, think it was at all. Yeah, no. they, they didn't complain. They barely complained. We were owed one. Um, <laughs> VARs obviously checked it and, and looked at it. I thought it was his the arm that he's sort of holding it himself was. up with. I thought the yeah. arm's in the natural silhouette of the body. And if you use that to support yourself in a slide tackle. I don't know if his arm was exactly touching the ground when the ball hit it. Because mm, right. we had a similar situation um, in the World Cup uh, against Portugal. Uh, um, trying to remember the team. But, yeah, so he, the player was putting his hand down to support himself and the ball hit it before it touched the ground. Right. And so it wasn't deemed right. to be supporting. Yeah. That's yeah. the only caveat I can really think of. Yeah. I will say I actually think there's a touch on his other hand that his right I arm think, yeah. comes over and potentially nicks the ball. Right. I think okay. that might be right as well. I'd be super interested to hear um, hear the audio between the referees. There for this, for is this a referee one. explanation that I just tried to find. I can't find it. But uh, there, there was something was it about the city group. Something about <laughs> pretty something sure. about city group didn't pay sure. their bribes um, this week. <laughs> there was something around the supporting arm. Um, if he was sliding and his arm was like supporting himself, and then the ball hits it, then it's not a pen. But when at the time when the ball hit his arm. There was his arm was not in a position where it was actually supported. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, I'm making it simpler than that. If cow tax one a couple of weeks ago is a pen, that's a pen. Neither of them are pens, but I'll give both of them, <laughs> and I'll take one. Swings and roundabouts. Absolutely. Yeah. I was I was admittedly I was nervous when Cummings stepped up for the first pen even, mm, um, yeah. but. You yeah, know, we'll I, tell I, everyone to shut up. I, yeah. yeah. I've, <laughs> but you know, I mean, we do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, again, I've, I've, I was sort of a little bit critical of him in the lead up to the finals because when the whole rumours about, you know, sort of India came out, I, I just thought sort of his game looked a bit off. He, he's, he still stepped up with a couple of goals here and there, but when it's mattered and he's the kind of guy that thrives on the occasion and he, I mean, that was to step up and take the first pen and then also the second one. And, I mean, the second pen was... No, no goalkeeper in the world is getting anywhere near that. Nowhere near it. Yeah, so his first one went bottom left, the second one went top top right. right. And Glover stood to his right, Glover's right, to try and sort of, you know, Mm. fence in that little area where Cummings was going to go, but he still went there anyway. Yeah, but, you know, to to step up and to take those in, you know, at such a big moment, mm -hmm. nailed them both and Mm. and, um, what a game changer. Mm. I think I said He's to you been. just after his first pen, imagine if the cum dog scores a, scores a hat trick <laughs> <laughs> in a grand final on his way to India. No, I think I said to you, this isn't over yet. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't uh, very long later, just 10 minutes later, Benny and Kololo. Let's go back and talk about this Sammy Thorpe cross. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, maybe the, go back further. Even the, run from, the run from Niz yeah. through the middle of the park. That little one-two in the middle of the park. Oh. 
burn two of their players to get around them. Just perfect. Talbot was hanging perfect. onto his coattails, couldn't do anything oh, about his had no idea. He, he had a very poor game. Yep, he did. Um, Niz, on the other hand, 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> that darting run just through the centre of the park, he's just, like, just burning past players. Um, picks out Sammy and... Uh, the ball. The ball. Oof. Perfection. Oh, Oof. That's, that's a player... Very high on confidence. Very, yeah, very much. Who does that in the grand final? I mean, very even, high. you know, you're four one up, yes. Um, yep. But regardless. Now you're showboating. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. The party tricks this are coming is, out. Exactly. Yeah. You're taking the piss. And, and the uh, finish is not much different, to be honest, because that is a hard finish. He's timed his run perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. It's to stay on side and to make that finish. Mine, Sammy's ball was so good that it just had the perfect tail on it at the last second to make sure that Benny could get to it. Yeah, he doesn't need to crank mm. his neck muscles exactly. or anything. Curve exactly. towards him. So yeah. Exactly. It was the, which is the whole reason, of course, for the outside of the boot. But you just got to watch that about... The first time I watched it, I must have watched it about 15 times <laughs> while I tried to identify exactly which part of his booty he was using because it was just oh, wow. watching Watching that wow. back for the first time on Sunday Crazy. afternoon in the shed, we were just rewinding and rewinding yeah. and just watching it over and over and over and over again and watching all the replays and just going. Imagine being able to do that live. Oh. Crazy. <laughs> Imagine. It's, it's not absolutely unprecedented, but it's in a grand final. I, I'm pretty sure that Milos Tijovsky did something like this mm. from the left wing with the right boot and a McBreen goal. Back in the day, that, that day is a fair while ago now. <laughs> and it was impressive one, similar, go home, watch it a dozen times and go, wow, that, that is something. I'm so glad that Benny got a goal up because he, he – I know he, he divides opinion for a few people, but he dead set had the game of his life when it mattered. Mm. He, it's simple. They're wrong. Yeah. I, I will say that I will, I will definitely say he got the assist for the first goal. Mm. Absolutely. That was hugely down to him. Agreed. He got the assist for the Maresh goal. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, gets an, his own that's goal. an underrated assist as well. we'll it come is. To that. It's very smart. Yeah. Mm. He's worked his ass off, you know, defensively. A few of these little bring downs. There was the one, the uh, Silvera's run where we should have got a free kick. I think it was from, I think it was from a goal kick. And then yeah. Benny under pressure brought down the midfield, little one, two to Cummings. And then he sets off Silvera. He dead set was on fire. I don't, I don't think he, I don't really think he even put a foot wrong where, you know, in the in the lead, he into was he was he, oh, sorry, he was in on goal basically. He was, it was, it was and he got 100% fouled. a foul, yeah, hundred percent a foul. But you Should know, yellow. in the in the lead into the finals, Betty, you know, he probably had a couple of average games where he was, you know, sort of a little bit anonymous. But you know, again, when it mattered, everyone stepped up, and he was dead set on fire, on fire. Yeah, the the trajectory of a lot of players from the start of the season till now, it's just mm. you know crazy yeah. stonks. Mm. Yeah, big stonks. <laughs> Good for the bank account. Red on, red on. Uh, it was Matthias Moresh who uh, capped off <laughs> smacking City for six. Um, with the, That's uh, the fairy tale finish, but for him. Yeah, coming back from an ACL, out for, you know, the best part of 12 months and, um, or, you know, possibly for him, the worst part of 12 months. And, mm. um, yeah, like we said, the assist from Benny here is, well, let's go back to how it started. Christian Zihara swinging the ball in the middle of the park. Oh. <laughs> Meatball. Meatball. <laughs> meatball on halfway. I'm not being mean, by the way. Meatball is his nickname. His, that's, yeah. His, yeah. Yeah, that's his legit nickname. But he, you know, what like he's another one. one. Like I'm so keen to see how he goes next season with a full preseason. You know, obviously a lot more game time than what he had when he was at Western. Mm. But, it, you know, even someone like him, he's had such a good impact since he's been here. Mm. He's scored yet, has he? No. no. So, no. and I think that's the scary part. He's got that to add to the game, right? But the tackle that he did on, it was on... Um, Florent Berengay. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, who had a nightmare uh, off the bench as well, by the way. And then he just <laughs> arrived. That was such a good bloody tackle. Well yeah. Such a good tackle. Just mm. a complete steal on halfway. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. 
It so was one good. of those Niz pop out from the other side jobs. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he just appeared with the ball. He's kind of got that low centre of gravity going yeah. on for him yeah. as well. He's got him from an angle yeah. that's impossible and somehow came out with the ball. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and yeah, the, the little smart assist from Benny, just a little, just a poke. Yeah, yeah. No, to, just, to, to react the way that he did yeah. and, and know exactly where Maresh is and poke it away to him and then the finish as well. He Laser. delays, delays, delays and yeah. then curls it into the far corner. And it's I perfect. can say... On the replay, the reaction from Thomas Lamb is so good. <laughs> oh, so I haven't good. even seen this. He like, he like screams and he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, 6-1, mate. The game's over. Yeah. Oh. The celebration too. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Topped it. Like, yeah. what, what a yellow card to cop. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter at that and point. And then Tulio holding up the shirt like he's died. And then like, he, put, <laughs> he puts his shirt on the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. that. Surely that had intent. No, I don't intent. think he did. <laughs> I think I mean, he looked just, down and went, oh, shit, I yeah, better change he, it. Yeah, absolutely. I would, have rated it moment, it was, yeah. I would have rated it if it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another moment that we went back and rewound and rewound and went, shit, yeah, he actually did that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Beautiful. And then party time, eh? Oh, absolutely. It was, it, so yeah, like I, I said at the I, start, but it was, it was such a weird feeling though because at 1-0 and then 2-0, I was super emotional. But mm. when it got to 5-1 and 6-1, it was almost hilarious the way it was unfolding. I didn't know. Was, what's going on? It was, it, was, it, was, it was tears It was tears, and then it was laughter and then it was disbelief yeah. for me. Yeah, it yes. was <laughs> really <laughs> Dumbfounded. Holy when, Trinity. When, when, when Moresh scored, I just put my hands on my head. I didn't know what the fuck to yeah. do. I was just in yeah. shock. Absolute shock. Completely dumbfounded. Yeah. Um. I'm not even going to ask for a minute of the match because, um, I mean, oh, it's I've legitimately got, hard. I, I've probably got two. Um, I mean, do it. Obviously, do it. Cummings. Let's got, go around. Cummings got the the Joe Marston. It's hard not to give the um, the Joe Marston to to somebody bags of in in a grand final, and he was good. He was very good at three goals aside. Um, his link-up play, drifting between the lines, um, which I think is something that we missed over the last few weeks, um, it put it on display big time. You know, yeah. biggest one of his biggest performances of the season, and his he, first hat trick in Mariners colours too. He still gets the three points for me. Yeah, so people, still, yeah. people say you know he got the, he got the penalties or whatever, but he still had to score the penalties. He still had to score, and yeah. I mean the penalties is not a sure thing. Or, like I said before, that's that's balls no, on, pressure, on that stage, pressure, exactly. yeah. huge pressure, yeah. and, yeah. and the, the way that he scored the I second. Think, one. I think I yeah. go Cummings too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next two are a lot harder. The, the, next, <laughs> a lot harder. the next two, um, <laughs> I'm going to choose Sam Silvera, Nectar Triantis, Josh Nesbitt, Max Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> Benny and Kalala. I'm going to put down Silvera. Can I just say all of them? Um, I, <laughs> no. I, I, I was talking to Dave Jordan um, a couple of days after the game uh, when, when things were sort of quietened down and I had a chance to sort of digest it. And I did say um, outside of Cummings, it was Sammy and, uh, and Nectar for me. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go Benny for the two. I like mm. I, said, I just think he had the game of his life when it mattered, and to step up on that stage is huge. Um, the one point is super tough, <laughs> but I am going to also go Nectar. I think some of the little passes that he played, mm. um, some of the little one touch stuff, and like I think you said before, Moz, there was there was one or two of them passes where I did said shit myself when he hit it. And I yeah, thought, what like, are you doing? Like, don't do that. The oh, confidence, that's perfect. <laughs> just. You know, the confidence and just the ability, you know, to back yourself in that moment at 20 years old, insane. And execute it. Like he was executing it. Yeah, 100%. Like he was yeah. In, insane. <laughs> so he gets my one. I'm, I, yeah, Cummings, of course, um, gets it. But um, for me, second was Sammy and third I'm going to give to Benny because they were just six goals and just in some, some insane attacking football, just – Classy stuff that 
you know, we haven't we haven't seen the like of it for a long time. Put mm. it that way. I can't pick between yeah. Benny and Transis. No, that is that I'm. I don't feel like tight. I should. But also, you know, I think about the impact that Faz had on the game. Oh. I don't. I don't know how many touches he had in the game, but he enough to win two pens. <laughs> well, enough to change the entire you know direction of the game. Yep. So, impact-wise, fifteen he, touches for Faz. He probably had. That's a pretty good return on impact, That's not I reckon. Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he nearly had as many as Jamie McLaren. <laughs> yeah, and his impact on the result was probably as high as Cummings. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, without him, do we get those two pens? Probably not. Like, and I don't even know. Like, like, you have to think that there's some plan there. Like, Faz plays the game a bit different than uh, McGarry, or mm. is instructed different. Mm. Um, don't really see um, McGarry running in for those kind of balls, like the the Faz ball that earns the pen. Not at that stage of the game, because I think you could see as well. At, when he just before he came off, he was a couple of times down on his haunches a bit, and I think Faz was absolutely that injection of energy that we needed. I think yeah, McGarry's yeah. carrying an injury, wasn't he? Yeah, that's why he didn't come no. in hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And McGarry's yeah. like yeah. the like the win the ball on halfway and run about thirty meters with it sort of play, where exactly. Faz is not. Mm. Mm. But Faz they, is likely to link up in the corner. Yeah, and on the he'll edges be there, of the box, he'll be there when it matters, like he was exactly. on the weekend. We yeah. haven't mentioned him yet, but I thought Storm had a pretty good game as well. There was well, that yeah, block on. Like, Le- there was that incredible block on Leckie. I remember in the was it the first half mm. where he made oh second half maybe in that spell of dominance. Was the second half. Caltech yeah. was the first half, I think. Was yeah. it? Oh, no, like, Storm we haven't made even mentioned Tulio. Yeah. We haven't even mentioned Nisbet or Ballard. Like, there's so many. Yeah, go through. Did tackle Leckie when it was like three on one? Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that was in. Really yeah, got a foot in. Yeah. One is a corner. Them a corner. I think, yeah. Storm, we Storm, Storm went largely unnoticed, which That's is what good. you want from your defenders as well. Mm. Um, in spite of that, you know, we're still talking that highly of, of, of Brian and, and Nectar and the performances that they put in. Um, it's just amazing. You, like the amount of players that have been at other clubs. And come here and perform like they do. Mm. Like Storm wasn't that crash hot at victory mm. after his spell here. Mm. Comes back and we're like, oh, really? And then he does that? Mm. Come on. We another have, one we have another rebuilt one him. Humble pie. <laughs> mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a case of a humble pie there for me too, 100%. I never doubted. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. What? I I never, well, I never doubted Benny, all right? So. <laughs> me either. Fair. Me either. <laughs> Um, yeah, wow, shit. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with the good questions. Well, it is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And uh, as expected, we've got a fair bit to get through. So probably a good thing that this is part one of 78 in our grand final <laughs> recap. Uh, we'll get through what we can uh, before we run out of time here on the Ramble this afternoon. Let's uh, kick things off with Andrew Kelso. Andrew wants to know, well, firstly, he says, Boise, I was very glad to uh, to say that you made it to the grand final, uh, as were we all, of course. Um Wants to know, is this the best moment in A-League history? Yep. Yes. 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 That was pretty unanimous. <laughs> Through yellow um, and blue glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I can't possibly terms, think of a single better one. In terms of league health, probably mm. not. But is it the best feel-good moment? Yes. I think it, I don't think it's that bad in terms of league health because we've 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 always said it, and so many people across the league have said it. A strong Central Coast Mariners is, is good for the league. It's a good sign of how the league. Yeah, is but with the current APL. 
management. Yeah, fuck it's, the APL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you look back 10 years ago, mm. last time we won it, mm. we had, you know, s- strong uh, crowds mm. in most of the clubs. Mm. You had marquees coming in, the dragon fans through the gates. Mm. You know, everything was up. Mm. At the moment, there's a lot of infighting amongst fan groups and the, you know, uh, we don't want to get negative in this, but yeah, in terms of league health, I think 10 years ago was probably a bit better, but in terms of feel-good stories, this stops the cake by a long way. And I actually think, uh, without sounding like I'm trying to overstate it, but I think actually think Monty and Sergio and what they've sort of done has completely flipped on its head how all the clubs should operate. Mm. In yeah, terms I've, of, I've been arguing you know, this visas, point on Twitter. Like all the visa players that we brought in, they're not over the hill, they're not old, they're still obviously young, mm. they're very, very talented with something to prove that we can then sell on for money. Mm. It's it's a no-brainer. We've got all local kids coming through the academy. We've backed our youngsters to start just about the entire season and to make a huge impact. When you look at a club like Melbourne Victory, like the the whole Nani experiment, <laughs> complete failure. Whoa. And you look at some of their plays still getting game time throughout the season, like a Josh Belante, who I thought was horrible for Melbourne, he where's, should have retired a couple of years ago. Where's the, where's the go and give a youngster a chance because this guy looks horrible and he's like that's there's just so much of that across the league. It's like I hate it, but the way Nick and Sergio have put the squad together, it completely flips the blueprint. I think for how clubs should do things. We are the blueprint. Yeah, exactly. We're the blueprint for league sustainability and entertainment mm. going yeah. forward. Yeah. Great point. You just made all my arguments that I've made on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen that, by the way. I haven't seen that. Okay. Oh. That was off the top of my head. Um, Blake Hepworth wants to know, what do we think of Melbourne? Shit. shit. <laughs> Thank you. Human rights abusers. <laughs> <laughs> they know this shit. Uh, very good. But, <clears throat> but they have lost three grand finals out of the four. Yeah, right. Yeah. Imagine. Long. Could never be my club. They're catching us. <laughs> Couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, they are, they're catching us very quickly. You said we've got, a better, we've got a better win record in the final now than we them. We do, yeah. yeah. So we've got 45%, I think. Nice one. No, we'd be 50%. Yeah. We're two from four. Uh, 40. Yeah. 40%. No, we're two from four. No, no. We've only yeah. played four grand finals. Those scars came from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. I remember going to Brisbane in 2011. I don't know why I was there. I slept on a beach in Byron Bay for a night and that's that's about (laughs) it. Uh, Julie Barry wants to know, how do you guys enjoy the game when your back's to the pitch? Uh, I've had this question a fair bit over, you know, it's sort of nine or ten years or whatever it was that, you know, I was involved with with the Yellow Army sort of leading the active support there alongside you, Jim, and um, it's tough, right? It's it's still enjoyable. It it is because... For me, you're kind of putting on a show. Yeah, you creating that atmosphere yeah. and um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be watching the game and I do it's the first thing I do when I get home is I sit down and I put on the replay and even even still now that I'm not leading the active support it's still the first thing I do I don't know if that's out of habit or um, just because you pick up on so much that you've missed but yeah 100% it's still enjoyable you're still generating really that atmosphere and you know if you're not doing it you start getting all these questions going oh where was the yellow army tonight mm. <laughs> So, I mean, someone's going to do it. <laughs> also, you look at the big screen. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's mm, a not big, at home. Sorry. Yeah, not, not at home. Bad. But yeah, playing places like, you know, Allianz and and, uh, and Combank, you, you do have that big screen. It's a massive, massive help. Um, but 
most of the away games that I've done this year um, where I have sort of restart or, or started leading the active support again at away games, um, I don't have to face backwards anymore because I stand up the back with all the all the grumpy old sooks now. <laughs> and, um, face forwards. Face yeah, forward. we don't always <laughs> lead from the front. Yeah, yeah. Of course, um, that was where the, the capo stand was on, on Saturday night, so that's the way it played out. I'm glad I was there. Yeah. I know you were a bit sceptical to start with, I but was, I'm glad yeah, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was speaking to Sean during the week and he's like, do you want a capo stand? And I was like, oh, not really. Like, I don't want it to be about any any one person in the active support. I want, you know. Oh, there, there are a number of people that did want yeah. it to be about them. <laughs> but but um, I'm not going to talk about them. Um, yeah, no, it definitely helped. Gave us a, a much better sort of... Visibility to control yeah, the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or or help guide the crowd, not control yeah. the crowd. Crowd control. No, yeah. it's, it's control the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> dance puppets dance. Yeah, hey, everyone, turn around like, and do a positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like yelling arms <laughs> and shoulders and like making the motion to do it yeah. and seeing, you know, I'm gonna. Oh, mm. It's pretty much it, nearly was, everyone across the three active bays, if not everyone. There was about 400 people per bay in the standing, so yeah. you're looking at 1,200 people. Mm. Right in front of us, doing it. And then there was a bunch of people in the second tier doing yeah. it as well, as we mentioned. Now, if that doesn't give you a kick, I don't know what does. It's fun. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Like, a lot of people go for the football and then go back for the active support. Uh, Cameron Oxley, um, speaking of active support, says, Pure joy. That was pretty unexpected. Still in shock. Yellow Army was on fire. Uh can watch the highlights on repeat and have been doing so. What a night. Now, in terms of off-season ins and outs, that's what she said, uh, who do you <laughs> expect to go? Who would you like to bring in? Uh, heard a rumour that Allo Quall might be coming back on loan for a season, which would be awesome. What a season. We are champions. Uh, Coast Football Ramble, amazing effort over the season as well. Been a joy to listen to. Where there's uh, smoke, there's fire. I did. Uh, now, I did raise this on an episode a few weeks ago and... Um, yep. Wait, sharp listeners, sharp <laughs> listeners know all about it. Wait, see. Wait, um, in terms of um, <laughs> ins, we have mentioned uh, Nathan Paul coming across from Sydney Academy outs. Um, have heard that uh, Pat Beach is on his way to Melbourne City, unfortunately, um, from the Academy. Uh, shame. I really rate Beach. I like him quite a lot. But Yeah, very good goalkeeper. But He's got a three-year pro deal down there, apparently. Yeah, and the word is that who we're getting in is even better. Or who uh, we have got in. Jack Wachowski. Is even better, yeah. I rate Arguably. Beachy very highly, so, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and uh, outs? Well, Cummings, Nectar. Nectar. There's another one that we know of, but we won't mention it. Go on to another A-League club. We ha- we um, sort of touched on it earlier in the show, yeah. Maybe. Go Ch- back and listen. Chance for him to, to, to reset. Yep. Go back and listen and you might work it out. Um <laughs> That's all we know, really, that are going out at yeah. the moment. Yeah. I caught up with, with one of the boys the other day and he said there'll be no more than four. Yeah, which I, which I think is good. Like yeah. if, if we lose any more than that, it becomes like a full-on proper rebuild. Yeah. So which which given their given their recent track record, I would obviously 100% uh, back Monty and Sergio to do that. Mm. But it's easier when you the don't. less the better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we can make the money from you know from Nectar and from Cummings, go for it. Speaking of that, uh, Liam Kavanagh says, surely Sosa isn't going anywhere. He was an integral member of those celebrations. Genuinely looks <laughs> like he loves the club. Um, yeah. He, he seems like I'm like, he seems a very good clubman. He is yeah. an absolute legend. He seems awesome. And I, if, I don't know what he thinks, he might be happy here just to be sitting on the bench and be just a part of it. And if he is, then awesome. I hope he stays. I well, We have not, 
literally not seen enough of him to get an opinion on whether he's a good goalkeeper or not. <laughs> I, think, well, I think we've seen enough of him. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. That's I'm not true. sure about his goalkeeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, about that position, um, is he retiring? I don't think he will. I think he'll want. I think he'll want one more ride. But do and you go out when you're on top. Yeah, and he's got the one plus one. He's, so he's got, he's he's got he's, the one year option. Yeah, I have heard that he's activated it. Um, so I've heard that every chance is we'll see him again. But I've also heard that he's considering hanging up the gloves. So. I mean, if I'm Vuka, that's it's the perfect fairy tale to it end is. it. It is. But it if is. if he wants to go again, then I'm all for I think, it. I he's going he well. Yeah. I think he should. Right. You know, he, yeah. he his his trajectory throughout the course of the season. You know, at the start of the season, he sort of looked like a goalkeeper that hadn't played for eighteen yeah, months. Yeah, I was questioning him. Um, and a lot, a lot were, a lot mm. were. Um, and and fair enough. You know, he had the mental pressure of the World Cup as well. Um, a lot of questions being asked there. But geez, I never, I never doubted him. Uh, I can legitimately say that. Yeah. And, um, I think I think we've probably got to give some good credit to Miguel Miranda too for 100%, yeah. the way he sort of coached him throughout the season. And like I said before, I think that his improvement on the ball and playing out from the back is his a huge part down to always Miguel. been decent, but yeah. it has gone up levels. Yeah, man. levels. Yeah. So if he if he wants to go around again, all for it. And I hope Yaron stays just because he seems cool. Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude. Like I don't at, care about the football side of things. He just seems fun at the club after um, after you know after the post 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 game celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we'd run up into each other in the bar or something like that, we'd just look at each other and go, hey! <laughs> give each other a massive <laughs> He can stay. He can stay. Danny Edison can stay for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he, he may be the new vibe manager. <laughs> Assistant to the vibe manager. <laughs> Assistant to the regional vibe manager. <laughs> I thought that was Yaron. <laughs> Uh, Brian Eggy Glasgow. Not sure if it's been asked already, but how fucking good's been good? good. Pretty good. It's great being good. Good to see that Eggy's alive for starters. <laughs> he made it home. At least he gave us some updates in the in the group chat as to his whereabouts. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Won't go into that. But um, <laughs> he made some movements. At least he got home by like what Monday lunchtime. <laughs> he was in Wollongong or something. I don't know. I don't know how he ended up there. Against all the odds, he's he made, made it home. home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He says that he had an entertaining night, so. And I, I believe he was looking at a new tattoo. Yes. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. other nipple? He's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not uh, he's not the only one. I, I know that, uh, speaking of Andrew Thurman, he was looking at getting a couple of stars added above his because um, he's got one on his on his shoulder there. Uh, there might be someone in this room who's, um, yeah, might be, uh, oh, it's you, isn't it, Moz? 100%. Yeah, it's also me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Yes, and him. Yes, hey. Where are you getting it? Uh, here, right side shoulder. Oh, right. Yeah, that's where I was thinking that's as well. I'm, I'm not sure shoulder or forearm yet, but yeah. My boobies are too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no mine, might, mine might sag. As well, so. <laughs> Anything that's going to sag is already sag. <laughs> Just right lower, will you? So, so what you're saying is you could get it on your ball sack. <laughs> get a, so a score line. <laughs> Possibly that'll sag more. But. Every goal scorer. They'll <laughs> 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 be making space all the time. This is going to escalate very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Too late for that. God. Mason Lunny on Facebook says, how good was it seeing Tappy McTapface quiet again in a big game? Uh, he had a shocking final series, didn't he? He just doesn't turn up. No. Does not turn up. Completely anonymous. He got the assist, yes, but 
Had that one chance that, in the first half, it. and that was it. That was it. Made me feel like, like he has an injury. Like it just seemed like for the last six, eight weeks, he's carried an injury, and it's just made him a shadow of himself. It's just he's got a hard injury, away. mate. Yeah, yeah. He might just be shit. Lack of heart. Yeah, it could, be, it could be snapped heartstring. It's possible. <laughs> we, we we should know a thing or two about those. We've had a few of those come through the club over True. the years. Mm. He should not get caught up for the national team again. No, no chance. And I think uh, if Cummings wasn't injured. Uh, then uh, there'd be a fair chance that mm. he'd be on the plane. Um, also, Mason says, I'm a bit disappointed about no pitch side podcast after the game too. We'll forgive you guys this week. I know who you are now, Mason. Yeah, no, sorry about that, bud. Um, but, um, we had a lot Can you imagine on. if we recorded that <laughs> full time? Oh, my oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I was busy getting yelled at by security as well for not, um, not putting in enough effort in the cleanup. <laughs> work faster. That was ridiculous. Go yeah, work faster. Yeah, yeah. a massive go at me because there's you know a lot of people along the fence yeah. line that are wanting to talk and stuff as I'm rolling up flags. He goes, mate, if you just gotta have a chat, you can fuck off. I'm like, no, you can fuck off, champ. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, we, we all had bands to say we could be there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he exactly. did shrink down to be a much less Tyrannosaurus Rex sort of a pl- bloke after you gave it oh. to him. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, it was massive. You should have seen the size of him, but then he shrunk when he, he said, did. "Fuck off." <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was mic'd up for that game, but I lost my voice like. Oh, you mic'd up as well? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we were both mic'd up for a Yeah, running. I was like, this is pointless because every time I yelled, you couldn't hear me because I've had, like, people listen last week. Laryngitis for the last month and a bit now. It's just ridiculous. But I lost my voice at halftime. I was like, I should just take the mic off. There's no point. In that atmosphere, there was no hearing anything, though. Uh, pre-game, in front of the, the stands? Yeah. On the grass section? Yeah. It was pretty wild. Yeah. That was good. It was inspirational. We haven't seen that feeling the way that it did and, um, you know, getting getting everyone hyped and getting everyone, yeah. And can I just say walking through like Church Street and Parramatta and walking up to where the pregame was, just yellow and blue. Everywhere. Like half a bloody Gosford was there. Every coffee shop, every bar. Yeah, it was awesome. I think Jimmy mentioned, you know, it was 15% of the Central Coast population. Mm. Yes. Not bad. Well done, Casey. Well done. Um, Does that mean we officially own Parramatta now? Yes. Yeah, New South Wales yes. is yellow and blue, but <laughs> uh, FFC Mariner on the forum says, <laughs> Jamison, can you get him on? He's always bitten back hard on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's hopefully he listens this week and he might open his mouth some more, but it'd be smart not to. I'm going to tweet to him. What can, oh, what can you I say? We should definitely get him on because he would tread on his own tongue. What can you oh, say after a 6-1? You no, cannot say anything. Just laugh at him. I don't, I don't want him on. I don't no, want him anywhere near. I don't yeah. want him anywhere near. Neither it. do I. He's um, not really up to it. I echo Monty's sentiments. Yeah, same. Agree. Uh, TC Redline on the forum says, um, my question is, does the club receive prize money for winning uh, or is it just the accolades and a toilet seat only? Seems strange if we don't, but can't find any mention of it anywhere. Uh, cheers. Andy, now... We get um, a remote control Isuzu Ute. <laughs> With a ball. And, and, that toilet, power and that toilet seat is a fancy toilet seat. Oh, the thing is mm. bloody heavy Not much well. cushioning on your butt. Yeah, but no. <laughs> It'd be cold in winter. True. It would be very cold in winter. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's minimal, I've been told. Um, I, I'll, well, hopefully, I mean, get I'm, a, I'm not shocked. Get, get, a, get an answer from Sean. Well, I think you'd be shocked as to how minimal it is. Okay. If, if what I've been told is correct, it's twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's because we spend all our money on the wow. grand final party. And it the, should be with I every, wanna, more with every some, goal. More with every goal you score. So I want to get, get some clarity on that because it is yeah. from someone within the football department. Um, but um, it should I be an inverse of your budget. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we'd be <laughs> yeah. right up there. That'd be good. Be richer than City. 
Um, Mini in Bay Six on the forum says, "What was our best moment of the grand final, and what was our worst?" Oh God, best, best moment, everything. <laughs> best, uh, yeah. I'm just going to say the active support. All of it. I'm going to say Maresh. Just uh, I think Simon Hills did the best. The icing on the cake. Mm. That was that was a good moment. Just for him to come back from the ACL, hasn't been able to get his spot back. You know, rightly because obviously the rest of the team's been on fire. But he's you know been coming off the bench for a while now, been playing well. For, for him to come on and to come back from all that, get that final goal. I think that's and then the, that that whole sort of celebration after with the bay mm. Baser. Mm. Um, the Brazilians that led that, by the way. Mm. Yeah, they were into it. That yeah. Tulio, oh, Tulio coming over waving with the, the flag, flag. waving oh, the flag. Yeah. Muresh hitting the drum. Hitting the, yeah, oh, yeah. I loved it. The full time posts of them like in tears. That got me. Yeah, that, that triggered me. me. You got fucking set me off again. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that got me. <laughs> um, that flag's seen some stuff. <laughs> it really, it's from season one, yeah, and yeah, it's. Yeah. Been to every grand final. Oh, to be a fly on that flag. Mm. Um, best moment of the grand final. Aside from what you guys have just mentioned, uh, Monty's celebrations. And, um, <laughs> yeah, good we, shout. We've got a bit of a, a Monty montage, or just a montage, I guess. Um, of Montage. All the celebra- <laughs> montage, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on, on the Coast Football Ramble podcast um, of all those celebrations there for each of the goals and then the full-time one. So, um, yeah, check that out. That, the, that was beautiful. Those fists were pumping. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, like, honestly, my hamstrings have torn just watching them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Josh. I'm going with um, late, late renditions of We Are Champions. Oh, yeah. Because it waited and it waited, but eventually that great moment came. Mm, in in yeah. added time, that we are champions chant. Oh, like, that, the whole, that was unbelievable. The whole stadium, mm. the whole except you know the southern end, but <laughs> the rest of the stuff, that was. I got chills when I first huge. watched it back. I was like, yeah. "This is incredible." I've, 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 have we ever been louder? I don't think so. There's a couple of moments. There's yeah. I can't remember which we are the coasties one it is. Maybe it's in the lead up. Does that, that like just I can't as the first half started? Maybe there, five there ten minutes in. A super yeah, the loud we are the coasties. Really loud, really loud, and that that was not just. That end as well. That was almost everyone that was there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I said in the group chat, there was about three times I think that um, I didn't even start that chant. It was just organic. Mm-hmm. I know we have overdone it a bit, but um, we can't necessarily control people, what everyone thinks. The, the people want it, so <laughs> yeah, the people what they want. It's yeah. almost become like like our. It's obviously not in the same vein, but almost like a almost like a you'll never walk alone sort of thing. But it's it's like that's always. It's always been the thing. No one rates us. We don't, we care. don't care. And that's it's got just outside, what it is. It's got outside the active now. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, like yeah. It's, yeah. I know there's a couple of people annoyed with this statement. Uh, any worst moment of the grand final for you guys? Having to explain to a girl at Spotlight what Poplin is. <laughs> 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 While I've got laryngitis and can't talk on the phone properly. Or is that a fabric? Or, oh. Yeah, you sell it. What about oh. proving that it's fireproof? Oh, oh God. <laughs> so the APL wanted me to prove that the fabric that made up the banners and the flags was fireproof. Huh? So I had to hold a match against it over the sink. And apparently I didn't hold the match close enough. So I had to do it all again. Send, and I had a little sign in the back that said, this is stupid. <laughs> and then I don't tell anyone this. Keep it a secret, but I wet all the fabric first and then ringed it so it wouldn't, you know, ignite at all. <laughs> Up yours, APL. And then I yeah, held the match, had two matches against it and like basically shoved it in and threw it into the sink in disgust. Um, oh, that wasn't APL, that was a stadium manager. That was, Sorry. yeah. And he actually turned out to be yeah. a complete legend. James is a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. shout out James Brand. Um, absolute legend of a stadium manager there. Um, 
my my only bad moment uh, was yeah again APL going back on banners and things. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, bit of a bit of a testy argument there, but we uh, we so got through it. <laughs> we sent him a sketch during the week, or even earlier. Mm. Um, something I drew three weeks ago about what the tifo is going to look like, and include the fence banner, which got approved, no mm. problems. Mm. And then some twat from APL comes over and says, "No, you can't put that there. You're going to mm. hide sponsorship." It sort of went back and forth between the the APL, the stadium managers, the commercial guys of the APL, the events team at the APL, and. In the end, um, they the the APL were absolutely adamant that the fence banner had to come down. And I'm up the top stand saying the fence banner's not getting <laughs> yeah. taken off. Um, yeah, I was I was sort of pushing back very 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 hard, and then eventually um, the APL saw sense and, and agreed to let us keep the fence banners and move the smaller banners. Um, because my, my entire argument is the RBB have it right mm. here every single week as well. You know, there's no difference. Well, there was only another four or 500 metres of fence. Of LED, yeah, exactly. anyway. It's not like it's, it, it wasn't static signage. It's dynamic signage. Yeah, they were all just anyway. comparing and measuring the size of their authority. Their signage. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing else going on there. And it was established that the bloke with the orange shoes did not have the largest authority. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We got the win. We got the dub. And then we got the dub. Um, actually, I kind of liked what one of the APL people said to me <laughs> after we uh, after we agreed to compromise. They were like, "All right, we've we've got this little win for you. Can you guys go and get the fucking win tonight now, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Even Archie out the front, I said to Archie, "Anyone but City, yeah." And he was like, "Yeah, that's yeah, right." Yeah. I saw him after the game and ran over, and we gave each other a big hug. He's like, "Mariners have always been my second team, you know that." And but like, he tipped City. He tipped, he tipped City. City yeah. He admitted that to us yeah. outside and the he ground. He was like, "I got paid to do it." <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Like, You're a sellout. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> my my worst moment was not for me. It was for the bloke who was sitting behind me. Or he wasn't sitting because it was standing only. Who um, during one of our chants, and I happened to be videoing at the time. He slipped off the railing and down between oh. the railing and the concrete into the row. Um, that we were in and just below me and I managed to turn around and there he was. I videoed him on the floor in the pig's wheel <laughs> there. And, and have you got the video? Yeah, I've got the video. Oh, we have to watch that yeah, after we, this. We will watch that in a minute. And oh, my God. Not only is he down there in the pig's wheel, but he is literally continuing the chant down there. <laughs> 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 Absolute gold. Absolute gold. Uh, so so it was bad for him, but it was good for me, and um, I enjoyed funny. it immensely. So shout oh. out to that bloke. <laughs> Uh, on Instagram, <laughs> Eamon White. Hey, lads, quick question. Is it 12.54 yet? Because it's six to one, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, not AA Ron on Instagram wants to know, are we happy? <laughs> yeah, bet your yeah, life, life we, we are. are. Uh, <laughs> we didn't end up doing that song. Uh, we didn't. No, no. We were sort of, yeah. I don't, I don't know. There's it, too much shit happening on the field. There's a lot, yeah, a bit too much going on. <laughs> it's a long chant. Yeah, yeah. It's a um, long chant. Yeah, we might have to do a, another Mad Monday. To <laughs> there wasn't really enough time in between any of the goals to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're right, change. actually. We're going to have to revert back to our old uh, Coasty chant. Mm. Ah, we, we are champions. Are champions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank heavens. Yeah, I remember doing that in 2014 going, mm. guys, you don't know when we're going to get to do it again. Guess what? Yeah. Ten years later. Right, and then we did the toasties chant because it was <laughs> come on you ham and cheese come on yeah we like sandwiches <laughs> no days of the week either <laughs> we just said that Josh <laughs> uh, and uh, finally Mark White on Twitter says best grand final ever unbelievable game team primed for perfection 
attack, defense, and Monty's 10 out of 10 celebration moves. I love our team. He wants to know, guys, are you still drinking? I only had two on the night. I had to drive home. I was I was fine until the post-game celebrations and then the post-post-game celebrations got a little bit out of hand. So we, we won't go right into it because I think it's <laughs> out of respect for all of the uh, players, but yeah, play, when, yeah. when did you finish up? I finished up at uh, about 5.30 in the morning um, on Sunday morning. Uh, had accommodation booked in in, uh, in Rose Hill just outside Parramatta, so um, went and had a, a few hours sleep and went out and got a kebab and jumped on the train back to <laughs> the coast. One one highlight from uh, your post-game celebrations, please. Without getting anyone in trouble. Holding the trophy, surely. Hmm. Um, yeah, holding the trophies up there, um, of course. Um, and, and sort of doing a little, as yes, I hoisted yep. the trophy as well. That was, that was a lot of fun. Um, just good to, good to you know, see how much the players are enjoying it, to mm. be honest. Um, and, you know, catching up with, uh, with some old friends as well. Dave Jordan and, and Shay Pay was there as well. Um, Mikey Katsoulis was there. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, and he came up to me and um, started saying how much he enjoys, you know, watching the MPL and, and keeping up to date and nice. you know, hearing my voice and stuff. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. I really pre- – I had no idea who he was. <laughs> <laughs> was Kyle Rolls there? Uh, Rollsy wasn't out. It was no. good to see him. How yeah, it, was, was it was great to see him. Michael Roos was out. With the boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was great to see and on the field. Celebrating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel McBreen came out as well. Um, I was a little bit – I was low-key surprised not to see Archie out, to be honest, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> who was who – was, who was, uh, MVP? Best on ground post Best on game. ground. Yep. Uh, oh, there's, there's a few contenders. Um, Bryce Johnson was – Absolutely sensational. Enjoys uh, a cigar by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yeah. There's that little room at the at the club there. Um, Yara and Sosa, it's right up there as well. Uh, and Lucas Villela, uh, they're probably the three, two, ones there. Okay, yep, cool, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, that is about all we have time for on uh, part one of X amount of episodes in the uh, the rambling, the championship rambling. Um, there is going to absolutely be a part two where we will catch up with Mariner CEO Sean Millicamp uh, on everything grand final and looking ahead, of course. But uh, until then... There's a few others we want to chat to yeah, too. Yeah, definitely going to be. Bryce and the vibe yeah. manager. Yeah, yep. We'll definitely be getting Andy on it uh, at some point as well. Um, looking forward to uh, to the to the next episode in the next couple of days, Bob, fellas. But until then, it has been an absolute pleasure rambling with you. Thanks again all so much for tuning in to um, the Championship Ramble. And until part two, it's lovely to see you. Bye.